I was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside, huh? i see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I've been Began to encounter With my counter Parts of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes Others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position My corner, my layer While we out here Say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man
me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? i see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. Here come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, ah, big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. God damn. It's a good day, ladies and gentlemen. It is a good fucking day. Truly. Bro. Well, today, god damn, dude. Today's the day, man. Today's the day. After about six years. In about three to four hours, we will finally be meeting in person our boy, our brethren, Mr. Logan P.N., bro. I am so fucking pumped. I'm so excited. 
we got Survivor Series Superstore, which WWE did a horrible job at explaining, by the way. <laughs> um, we got SmackDown, bro. We got Survivor Series, and we got the Survivor Series review tomorrow for you guys, bro. But, dude, it is a... It's a weekend, bro. It's a weekend, man. And it's going to be fun as fuck, man. It's going to be fun as fuck. Um, just celebrated Thanksgiving, man. Today's today's uh, Black Friday. Today's Black Friday, man. So, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And happy Black Friday to everybody, man. Um, but, dude, man, I don't... <clears throat> as, soon as, the, as soon as the clock hit midnight yesterday, I told him... I told... Well, him, I guess... On this, yeah, him, um, yeah, him being Sir K, um, I told him, I was like, dude, today's the day, bro, in about 15 hours, we'll be at Allstate with manager Logan, and I'm so excited, dude, I'm so excited, but today's a good day, today's a good day, bro, we got, like I said, man, we got, we got that, we got Survivor Series Superstore, I'm pumped, bro. I'm pumped. I'm pumped to see what they got for the Superstore. I love me some in-house uh, merch shops. So, sorry. My camera's wobbling like a mug. Okay. Okay, there we go. Um, no, I'm excited to see what they got, man. Uh, ever since Pro Wrestling Tees closed and then Hot Topic doesn't carry wrestling shirts anymore, so there's literally, like, nowhere, no physical in-store place that appeals to wrestling fan so i'm i'm just excited bro i'm just excited man um i'm excited today today's gonna be a good day tomorrow's gonna be a good day um and, and i'm pumped bro i'm pumped this is um this, this is crazy bro this is crazy that it's all happening bro it's it's still crazy and it's still it hasn't really processed yet but man i'm pumped truly man i can't wait it's crazy <clears throat> crazy ass weekend it's about to about to hit and it, it's here and I, I can't wait, man. It's going to be crazy, and it's going to be awesome, man. Definitely, bro. Definitely, man. So, yeah, but um, we got a ton of news here today for you guys, bro. We got some good shit today. Oh, yeah. We got MJF and WWE. Have they been talking? Mm. I don't know, man. We got some more CM Punk update stuff. One of my favorite pieces of news... We got Jay White's reaction, not reaction, but I guess feelings towards the full gear main event. And I, I'm excited to talk about that, man. We got the whole uh, LWO Civil War thing. Um, uh, we, we, got, we got a bunch of news, bro. We got a bunch of news, man. Um, and then at the end, we got Survivor Series 2023 predictions. Now, obviously, we're on here a little bit earlier today because of uh, SmackDown tonight. We're going to SmackDown, so it, um, so it, um, you know, um, obviously, we can't be on here until 6 o'clock p.m. <laughs> because then we will... Miss the show. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but, I mean, shit, we paid money to be there, bro, so we're going to be there when them fucking doors open. Exactly. Um, that's just how, that's just how you got to do it, bro, but, um... But, but yeah, man, um, and then tomorrow, do not forget, man, we got the Survivor Series 2023 show review, man, so, um, definitely, bro, definitely, and, and Logan, 
Look, bro, if there's anybody that can take advantage of the fresh stock, I don't know if I'm a Target guy, but, For I, reasons. but I like, you know, Target's, you know, Target's, bro. They're tough. I don't know if I'm too much of a Target guy. I, tough not to crack. Exactly. Their exclusives are easy to find. That's one thing I got to say about Target and Walmart. Usually their exclusives they get a fuck ton of. Um, but Walmart's been killing the game lately, though. I remember, dude, when I was a kid, the Walmart that I'm closest to blew. It fucking blew. Now, you know, as long as you check it frequently, like I do, be alright. You'll be alright, man. Uh, so yeah. But, um, you know. Look, if there's anybody that can take advantage of the fresh stock... You know, it's definitely it's definitely gonna be you. I see you got you the Target exclusive Samoa Joe as well. So congratulations. Mm. But I don't know if it'll be a tough task for you because the area you're in, you know, down by Allstate, um, you know, they. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I'm assuming they're more busy. I'm assuming they gotta be more busy. But, if there is one by there, you definitely got to hunt you that uh, Walmart Supreme CM Punk mm. this weekend, bro. So, I know I got me some, and I want you to get you some, too. So, so yeah, dude. Um, yeah, you got to gotta at least at least see if you can try to find you that CM Punk, bro. But, but the Samoa Joe is a nice figure. It's a good find. Uh, but, regardless... Regardless, man, I guess we can go ahead and just hop right into the intro, man. So what is going on, everybody? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast. And another edition of the news, man. This is episode 189 of the news. And if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know how the show works. Every Monday, we are on here with the new or with Unscripted after Monday Night Raw. It goes off air every Monday night. And also, um every Friday. 4 p.m. Central, normally 4 p.m. Central for the news, man. Also, if you guys did miss this past weekend's edition of the AEW Full Gear Review, you guys can now watch that. Um, we do the show and reviews, the big five for AEW and the big five for WWE, and the select ones that are that are good, that are good enough or exciting enough to review. Um... Yes, Big Five for AEW and the Big Five for WWE. We are on directly after the show goes off the air, like tomorrow night as well, man. We'll be live after Survivor Series, just like we were live after Full Gear. Um, and if you guys did miss this past Monday's edition of Unscripted, does WWE have more surprises up their sleeve? Hopefully. After announcing Randy Orton for Survivor Series, do they have... One more surprise for Survivor Series that no one, no one knows about. I don't know, dude. We'll have to wait and see. But I'm telling you right now, if they bring that man out there, I'm going nuts. We're gonna have the first dance part two. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man. So, um, so yeah. Um, so if you guys did miss that and the full gear review, um. Those are available for you guys on all platforms, man. That is Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to stay first, join us right here live. Like I said, every Monday after Monday Night Raw 4 Unscripted and after 
the big five for each company for the show review, man. Also, if you guys have not got a chance to pick up some of the official Notorious Hills Podcast merchandise, you guys can now find this live on the merch shop. Link is at the top of the description of this very video. That is bonfire.com. You have all eight of these beautiful designs, plus more. You got the Chicago flag design, the uncrowned kings of the IWC design, the base logo design, the best kept secret to the IWC, which if you see us tonight, we will be sporting the beautiful best kept secret to the IWC shirts. Um, you got the uh, notorious world order design, uh, the three versions of it, the Chicago flag like you see on your screen. It also comes in classic black and white and Wolfpack red. Uh, you got the Grand Slam baseball-inspired design. You got the Scratch logo and the only community that matters. And if you got, being that now we have officially moved past Thanksgiving, and it is holiday time, Christmas time, you guys can now purchase the annual Christmas merch, man. The notorious, the notorious Christmas design, man. So if you guys are looking for something cool to wear for the holidays, look no further than the Notorious Christmas Design Man. All of these beautiful designs that you just seen on your screen are available for you guys live on the merch shop. Again, that is at the top of the description of this very video. That is bonfire.com, man. Also, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know who we are here at the Notorious Seals Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, he is right next to me. It is Sir K, man. How the hell are you doing, bro? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. This is, uh, this is weird. Couldn't tell you guys the last time we did a Friday show together. I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't. But uh, I'm here. Uh, it's about to go nuts, man. Um, about to go meet Logan for the first time. That shit's about to go crazy. And um, SmackDown and Survivor Series is about to go even crazier, man. So uh, I can't wait for this weekend, man. And um, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Like Durante always asks, man, how's life? How's the family? Life's good, man. The family's good. How was everybody's Thanksgiving? Um, mine was great. And, uh, yeah, what about you, man? How, 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 how's everything for you? Man, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Yeah, the, 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 I guess, three-week stretch of craziness is about to come to an end. Yeah. But, um, dude, we're here, bro. We're here. We're doing it. Um, we're doing it, bro. And, and I'm, I'm just excited, bro. I'm trying to be... Trying to be in the moment. Trying to be in the moment, man. This is, this is obviously a very, very special, very special weekend for me, bro. Um, with Survivor Series and then, and then Logan and stuff. So it's, it's, it's crazy, bro. I've been, I've been building. I've been, I've been building to this weekend for for a long time. Um, for a long time. Um, six years to be exact. But we've been pretty pumped about it for about a month and a half. Ever since you know we all kind of came to the general assumption that we're all going to survivor series so i'm excited bro i'm excited man but um thanksgiving was good thanksgiving was good man just went and hung out uh we went and hung out with some family um and then went and hung out with some some more family bro so um it was nice it was nice man so happy thanksgiving to everybody and um speaking of being thankful speaking of being thankful it's always it's it's always uh important to remember things you're thankful for and not forget the things you're thankful for and um I, i'm i'm very i'm very thankful for this show i'm very thankful for you know that this this platform this this platform uh allows us to connect with you guys you know 
on a weekly basis um to the point where you know you know you you guys are like family dude um you know i talk to you guys more than i talk to some of my family so yeah. it's uh thankful for that bro thankful for the man sitting right next to me bro yeah i can't i can't i can't thank this guy enough um um he um thankful thankful for a lot bro thankful for a lot man so um thankful i'm fucking thankful for this weekend i was thankful for last weekend um yeah dude but i'm I'm thankful for all you guys man i'm thankful for you i'm thankful for my family bro so it was it was a good thanksgiving no it was a good thanksgiving um and then at the uh thanksgiving ended with uh manster cave binging some dark side of the ring so Crazy ass episode, man. Bro, that, we just finished. We're on episode four. We've watched, you know, one, two, three, and four. But we just got done with the Doink the Clown episode on uh, Matt Bourne. Bro. That shit is crazy. That shit was really fucking... That, that was one of the... Other than the Benoit one, obviously, that one was one of the craziest ones, I, I think, I've ever watched. Definitely, man. They use some crazy action in that one. Um... Yeah, man, going back to being thankful, man. I'm thankful for, for everything around um, this podcast, everyone that watches, um, even other in the live chat or in the replay, man. Thank you, guys. I'm so thankful for you, and I'm thankful for you, obviously, my dog. Yeet. Thankful for you, thankful for Logan, and we get to see him, finally, Ooh. and meet him. And definitely, man, I'm thankful for everyone I got, man absolutely bro absolutely man so yes yes absolutely man absolutely so you know it's 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 um you know thanksgiving's a nice a nice holiday a nice holiday for that um to remember what you're thankful for and stuff man but year-round people do not forget who you're thankful for and what you're thankful for bro don't let thanksgiving be the only day you're thankful for it so um and then Black Friday, bro, um, as far as Black Friday, man, I mean, I don't really got much shopping to do. Actually, I'm going to see what's up with this Superstore. Might grab me some Christmas gifts here, because why the okay. fuck not? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I- I'm excited, bro. I'm excited for it. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, not not really too much. Not really too much on, on Black Friday, bro. Um, yeah, not, not really too much. Don't really got much shopping to do, bro, so... Um, Cyber Monday is also kind of where it's at, because I mostly do most of my shit online now, so, you know, uh, but yeah, but yeah, man, um, yeah, so, yeah, so happy Thanksgiving to everybody, man, and happy Black Friday to everybody as well, man, I hope you guys find yourself some deals, bro. Hopefully. Actually, I'm curious, Logan, did they have any deals at Target? Because usually Target's pretty good with deals, but did on, on, like, wrestling figures, usually they're always doing some sort of... Either they clearance the fuck out of, like, the most random figures. Sometimes they could be new, and they'll clearance them. Shit. Um, yeah, that Orton shirt does look too good, but I have a hard time wearing anything other than black or or like red or blue or like pretty much i just can't wear white and i know that shirt's cream so i i just don't know which is funny because i i can eat for days with a black shirt on and never get anything on it but the moment i put a white shirt on i'll fucking drop something right on my shirt exactly man you know i 
you know, that that's why I never wore my I was there first dance punk shirt. I wore it once to a steakhouse and I had a, a napkin <laughs> on my shirt and I was like completely leaning over the table like an idiot. Um, damn. Damn, that sucks, bro. That sucks. On Black Friday, too. Um, unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. Um, yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know what the point of Black Friday is, but whatever. No. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, man. That that's pretty much it. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention too. If you, if, if I, if any of us sound too loud or too quiet, just let us know, cause. Um, it's always different with these shows being next to each other. Yeah, because we got to use a different mic. It's above us instead of, you know, how it normally is in front of my face. So, um, so yeah, man. Um, but we're going to start you guys off with MJF, man. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Um, dude, we got some news on MJF, bro. We got some news on MJF. Um... We actually got some news on MJF in WWE. Is MJF going to the WWE? Well, House of Wrestling has reported that there is a belief within WWE that MJF may have quietly extended his contract according to a senior WWE source. There have been no substantial negotiations between the two sides. This source emphasized the notion of Friedman becoming a free agent in the near future is incorrect. And that they believe he has committed to AEW until 2027. One WWE source dismissed the idea to the outlet saying this is a completely in his head storyline. Another source added 1000% and mentioned being informed some time ago that Max is bound by a long term deal. Which is why uh, the 2024 narrative was no longer emphasized. Thanks. Well, to be honest, to be honest, I honestly, I find it very funny, and I get MJF wanted to stay, yeah. but literally, for the past four years, this man has said, I will listen to anybody, and Will Ospreay's uh, camp kind of said the same thing. They kind of said, oh, we're going to listen to anybody, and then they... I don't know, Tony Khan just cheats to get him, I guess. Which, with MJF, it's not really a cheat. It's more of a contract extension, you know, but it's more of just an extension. But, damn, bro, why does my camera keep shaking? Okay. Um, With, with MJF, it's, it's just a little more of an extension. But, I mean, with Osprey, bro, you I'm sorry, you can't tell me that man did not cheat to get that man. Oh, 100% cheated. Um... <laughs> But, and there's a reason why, and we'll get to that. We got some news on Will Ospreay, but, um, literally the whole time, you know, he's been building up the, the bidding war of 2024, which is also, I think, another thing that was instrumental in them making him babyface. Because heel MJF was always talking about leaving AEW. He was always talking about how, you know, this place is a dump and he can go somewhere more and be appreciated. If he, you know, he was an ex-WWE guy, he would be more appreciated. We remember. We remember all that shit. And, um... Uh, I think that was something that was instrumental in making him a babyface is you can give him a, a babyface reason 
to stay with AEW is because, you know, he's a babyface, he loves his place now, he's the fan scumbag, you know, the fans, you know, he likes the fans now and stuff, so he's going to want to stay with the fans that uh, kind of have been with him on this whole journey, right? So, <laughs> um, so, but, it, I, just, I, I guess from, from our perspective, it would have been really nice to hear what WWE had, had offered him at least. It was funny, if he was gonna stay with AEW either way, I would have just loved to hear what WWE had to offer him. But, you know, I mean, it doesn't make sense, but. They have made sense out of it by making him a baby face. But either way, I expected him to stay with AEW anyways. Definitely, man. Definitely. I just expected, even though he was going to stay with AEW, to at least do something with the bidding war. At least fake it and make it look like they're actually having a little bidding war going on. But they basically all but dropped that little, you know, mention of, of the bidding war, which... I mean, I get he's resigned, so I might as well not lie to the fans, but you hyped it up for so much, it might be better just to lie to the fans and be like, oh yeah, I'm talking to um, I'm talking to these companies, and I'm, I'm looking to see how it works out. And I thought you really could have did something there, man, but they're not, and that's okay, man. And I, I saw him resigning. I wasn't too shocked about that. I'm just a little shocked that even though he was resigning, resigning I always thought that he would still go through with at least... Even if not, he's actually, you know, not signed for a little bit and being on TV and doing the bidding war. Um, he would be signed doing the bidding war, but looks like they just dropped that part, which makes sense to what they're doing on TV now, but it's kind of a little disappointing. Definitely, bro, definitely. Um, also, we completely forgot to do it, but as Toronto is ass. Well, I did it. Oh, you did? Yeah, you didn't do it. Oh, fuck, I forgot. No Talking about the holidays. But it's Durante always ass, man. Real quick. I'm good. Family's good. What about you, Durante? Logan, Bell, and I see we have some new people in here. We have Jaden and Michael Garcia. What's up, guys? So how the hell are you guys doing? And thank you guys for being here, bro. So real quick, I, I forgot to do that. And um, yeah, Logan, Bell, JT, JB, anybody that's here now, are watching a part of the Replay Mafia. I forgot to give you guys a shout out, bro. So my bad. My bad. Um, but, anyways, just realized I forgot to do that. So, anyways, Will Ospreay. So, uh, this is the process behind Will Ospreay joining AEW and how he joined AEW before his New Japan deal ran up. So, Sean Sapp noted behind Fightful's paywall that Will Ospreay's deal with AEW is a multi-year contract. This is also a move that went down long before his New Japan Pro Wrestling deal ran up. The move happened well before Ospreay's New Japan deal was up, which left many surprised considering the nature of his New Japan... Uh, of his, uh, uh, Considering the nature of his deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling and how that happened, we've confirmed that Osprey is still under contract to New Japan Pro Wrestling and is con and will continue to be through January of 2024. We're told that Osprey had communicated to New Japan that he wasn't re-signing with them and he had their blessing to sign with AEW. 
who have worked with New Japan for years now, the relationship between the two sides allowed his deal to be facilitated. Um, Osprey will be able to work select dates for New Japan while still under New Japan contract. Or while still under AEW contract. And that is exactly the reason why Will Ospreay signed with AEW. Oh, yeah. Because not only would Will have to move to probably end up moving to Orlando, mm-hmm. um, which with all the wrestlers that live in Orlando, I'm genuinely fucking shocked there's any more houses left. Oh, I swear to God, it's probably fucking hell living over there. Oh, my God, it's... Especially in, like, that Orlando area, bro. Because, like, with all the wrestlers we hear about living over there, minus all the just people that live there as well, it just sounds like hell getting any sort of fucking house over there. Uh, I don't know, man. Getting the house every time we got to get groceries. He's Braun Raker and Cora Jade getting their groceries. It's like, bro, I want my space. (laughs) Yeah. But... Anyways, um, um, so, so anyways, Will would probably have to move to Orlando, um, and with his, uh, girlfriend and her son, you know, his stepson he's always talking about, his kid, bruv, um, that he's always talking about, um, you know, he would have to take the kid out of school, probably put him in a school over here, um, uh, which school system sucks here, but that's a different topic for a different day. And then his, you know, his, um, his girlfriend would have to move away from all our family. These are things that are important to Will. You heard Will talk about these on the Full Gear Media Scrum. So these are things, you know, putting his kid through school. You know, he, he mentioned his, his woman, uh, you know, still wants to, can go see her family. These are things that are important to Will. Um, just like Pac. The difference is, I feel like Will's going to show up to work a lot more than Pac will. Yeah. Um, but, these are things that are important to him. Also, here's the thing. New Japan told him he could sign and talk to AEW, not because they work with AEW. That's a part of the reason, but it's because they know if he goes to WWE, they will never see him again. No, exactly. You know, because WWE don't work with other people. And, for the and you know, I'd seen people saying, for all that Triple H does, I can't believe he hasn't started that process. He's got a lot bigger fucking problems than working with another promotion right now. Exactly. I want you to understand, for the past fucking, oh my god, um, nine, ten years, this man has feeded talent... This man has feeded talent to Vince McMahon. This man has feeded, uh, has fed talent to Vince McMahon that have all been buried. Yeah. Unless your name is Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns, which I wouldn't even consider Roman Reigns an NXT guy. No. Sure, he was there, but, you know, it's like Bray Wyatt. You know, he was in NXT, but you don't really look at him as an NXT guy. Like, you know, you look at Seth as, like, the first NXT guy, you know. I mean, he's so far past that, but he was the first NXT champion. You know, you, you just look at guys, uh, Finn Balor, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, J- 
Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Walter. You look at all these guys, bro. Uh, Bobby fucking Roode. You look at all these guys that were NXT guys, and what fucking happened to damn near all of them? Buried. Buried. So, yeah, Triple H didn't start working with other promotions yet. He has bigger fucking problems to try to digest right now. And that's getting his TV right, which he's working on, and he's doing a pretty fucking good job at it. Exactly. But, I mean, who gives a shit? Actually, that's one of AEW's problems. You you work with New Japan every now and then? It was cool at first. Yeah. It was cool at first. You want to know why? Because it wasn't New Japan light. Like we see fucking, ring, uh, fucking All Honor Wrestling on television to this day. You got people cutting promos on Dynamite talking about, I want the ROH titles. The fuck are you doing this on AEW for? The f I don't give a fuck that you want the ROH title. Fucking talk about it on Ring of Honor. The fuck are you bringing this shit to my plate for on Wednesdays? I mean, what the fuck? Do this shit on Thursdays where you got fucking 19 matches. Well, that's why they gotta bring it up on Dynamite because they don't have any time for fucking promos because there's 35 fucking matches on the goddamn card. But what the fuck are you telling me for? Oh, the embassy wants the six-man belts back. I don't care. I have AEW trios titles that don't mean shit right now. What the fuck do I care about the Ring of Honor fucking trios titles that don't mean a goddamn thing? Like, what the fuck? To my point, that's one of AEW's biggest problems. They work with too many people. Exactly, and they show it way too much on television. Dude. Bro. AEW works with New Japan a handful of times out of the year. And it's nice. Their relationship with New Japan is very nice. Yeah. They got Forbidden Door. Sure, you see a bunch of New Japan guys building up to it. Because you got to build for a show. Nowadays, you might see a little bit of sprinkle of New Japan for Wrestle Dream. Unless your name's Shibata. That man's like in a fucking six-man tag with Orange Cassie like every week. But, you know, for the most part, they're kept away, right? Now Ring of Honor, dude. Oh. It's fucking AEW. It's it's uh yeah. Ring of Honor is AEW light. Exactly. And and now they take their Continental Classic and they want to have it to do something with an interpromotional championship. Dude, focus on all elite wrestling. Exactly. Get Fuck your shit right before you do anything with anybody else. Please. Seriously. Like, when Triple H has got this shit as a well-oiled machine, then sure. Yeah. And you know Triple H would be willing to do it. You know he would. Maybe if they want to work with these people, or if they want to have this guy came in. He did it in NXT. He had fucking Liger come in to do a WWE match so he could get in the WWE Hall of Fame. He does shit like that, bro. He does shit like that. Triple H, I'm telling you, if they give him full control, one day, if they completely give him everything and do not tell him no for anything, we'll see it. Just give it time. But until then, there's a lot he can do with who he's got now. Like, look at Tony Khan using all these fucking people from other promotions. He got Keith Lee looking like shit on the show. He got him looking like fucking pure ass. You get him looking like ass, bro. Cheeks. And 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 you want to fucking showcase Shibata? I love Shibata. I think Shibata's great. I'm so glad he was able to come back. But why the fuck are we featuring him 
over guys that are actually a part of your company. Like, fully. A part of your company. A part of your main company. Not ROH. Your fucking main company. The fuck? The fuck are we doing? Not great. <laughs> you got fucking Shane Taylor taking up an all-out pay-per-view spot. Like, why? The fuck? Who in their right mind would put that on a pay-per-view? You couldn't have gave Samoa Joe anybody else. From AEW? I would like that. How about Keith Lee? How about the match we just got on pay-per-view? No, but instead we fucking choke out Keith Lee and we have Samoa Joe lay the fucking belt right down. God. Sure, I wanted him out of Ring of Honor, but it makes that brand look even more like dog shit. Oh, it's even less valuable than it already was. I didn't think that was possible. That man didn't even care about being a double champion with Ring of Honor. Nope. Didn't even give a fuck. Come on, bro. What the fuck? Anyways, this is exactly why... They let Tony Khan cheat to get Will Ospreay because yep. they'll still get him. Because they'll still get Will. If that man's in WWE, they won't ever see him again, and for good reason. Because Triple H has more important things to worry about than featuring other people's brands and making his brand uh, feel like not even a part of the show some week. Some Literally. Weeks. Oh God, Mel, don't even Bell, don't don't even get me started on bro. Or Rob, not really a news thing. But you know how when she showed up in ROH, she came out to a bad reputation. Mm -hmm. Apparently, that was only for the live crowd because in the feed um, that they you know edited for ROH and then played, they just made her some shitty theme song because they can't get the rights to show it on TV. <laughs> so they did it for the live crowd, so people knew who the fuck she was. But for the footage, they just made her some shitty fucking generic theme song. Um, damn, that's crazy. The boy TK running out of money. He is, bro. Yeah, don't even, don't even get me started on Malachi Black, bro. Um, dude, the amount of fucking good singles matches you could have got that Malachi that I've seen that man put on. I mean, you talk Andrade Cien Almas. You talk, I'm going to save the best for last. Watch that. You talk about Johnny Gargano. You talk about Tommaso Ciampa. You talk about Almas 2. You talk about fucking Velveteen Dream. And you got this dude in a tag team. As the tag team guy. Why is Bu Buddy's fantastic. I <laughs> love Buddy. Um, Buddy... I don't, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen Buddy put on bad work. No, I don't think it's possible. But you got Buddy Matthews as the singles guy, and you have Malachi Black as the leader of that faction. Being the tag team guy makes no fucking sense. You, I mean, you have me so beyond fucked up, <laughs> bro. Put him in a fucking singles match for Christ's sake, please. Put him in a single set. So much good shit. This man brought Lars Sullivan to a good match. And I mean, Lars wasn't bad. But I mean, bruh. Come on, dude. 
What the fuck? Um, what the fuck are we doing? So, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, that is exactly why they let TK cheat to grab Will Ospreay. Because they're still going to see Will. And Tony Khan is doing the WWE thing now. And he's just signing people to keep them away from WWE. That's all he's doing, man. So... I don't know, man. I don't know. So, with that, um, with that, man, that is the news on Will Ospreay and his AEW contract. Speaking of more AEW people, um, we got a couple leave of absences going on. Darby Allen is set to take a sabbatical from AEW. While speaking on Wrestling Observer Radio, Brian Alvarez noted that Darby Allen will be off AEW television for a while, as he will be flying to China soon in order to train for his Mount Everest trip. This man's really doing that shit. Oh, golly. Um, it's insane. Uh, the announcers had stated on Wednesday that Darby Allen was supposed to get on a red eye after this match to go climb Mount Everest. This was told, um, that, I was told, I was told, and this is coming, uh, yeah, Alvarez, um, I was told that he is getting, he is getting a red eye, and I don't know this for sure, but I think he's flying to China to train. I don't think he's actually climbing Mount Everest just yet, but I. Uh, but what they said on television, one way or another, he's going to be gone for a while. He is actually training. This is not a storyline. Dang. Um. I don't know if I'm rocking with this, Darby. I don't know if I'm rocking with this, Darby. I hear bad things about people climbing Mount Everest. Um. Same and. That's really dangerous, and that scares me. But, like, another thing is, I don't know if this is the time to go train for this yes. man. Especially with someone whose his retirement's coming up. I would think you'd want to be here this, the whole time. Yep. Yep. I don't know. It kind of gives me, like, damn, really? You're leaving now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I just... I don't know. I just, I just don't think this is a good idea, man. I, I hear... From what I've from the stories I've heard about people attempting to climb Mount Everest, not many people make it back. No, um, and that's very scary. Um, he better not, Bill. He better. he better not, cause as if I'm booking the show, he's in the main event of that show against Sting. Exactly. So you know, um, I hope not. If he's going now at the end of December, I would think. That he would be back by March. I think so. Um, but yeah, man, I just especially if he's just training right now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I, I get he's a daredevil and all. I get that's his thing. You know, that's what makes Darby Darby, bro. But I mean, it might be a little too extreme. Yeah, that I don't hear good things about people trying to climb Mount Everest. So I. I I, I, it just scares me, bro, being a fan of his work and, and you know, you know, like I, I, like I always say, bro, these wrestlers like to act like we don't care about them, bro, but we invite these, these people are, you know, we invite these people into our homes every week, bro, so, um, you know, 
they they feel they feel like you know distant family they do um especially especially with somebody like Darby who we've been watching him his whole AEW run we've seen him grown from little old Darby Allen the weird emo guy from the indies to fucking Darby fucking Allen the greatest TNT champion of all time so exactly um you know it's it's scary, bro, and I wouldn't recommend it. And but I don't know, man. I I wish him the best, but yeah, I I I also want him to be here for Sting, man. I want him to be around for for Sting's final final few runs. But I I guess instead of Darby, they're gonna have Sting run around with uh Mister Fucking Woo Energy over there, dude. Seen that fucking stupid ass <sighs> logo on Dynamite? I was just looking at it like, what the fuck is this? Bro? Seriously. Please, for the love of God, just end that contract already. <laughs> God. You could only hope. You could only hope, bro. But, um... That's interesting. Let's see the name. Triple H blamed WWE fans internally for making up CM Punk teases. And CM Punk may find new home outside of WWE. Justin, where is it? Uh, TNA or New Japan. So it's not real. <laughs> Shroom energy? Shroom energy drink? Um, Yeah, man, but... Yeah, that's the news on Darby Allen taking a leave of absence, bro. And I, I, can't, I can't say I'm with it, bro. I can't say I'm with it. I'll be here... I'll be here for... For, um... Um, I'll be, I'll be here for anything that Darby does, man, but I, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. It's a little too, a little too extreme for me, bro. But, speaking of more leave of absences, the Young Bucks. Damn. The Young Bucks, man. Brandon Cutler tweeted out five days ago, I am being told that the Young Bucks will be taking some time away, uh, will be taking some time away from wrestling. People close to Matt and Nick's camp are asking for privacy at this time. Dog. Guys, Bucks, I love you. You're my GOAT tag team. You are. It's you and the Usos right up there, bro. But you guys are number one. We're not getting the match, so please stop. Please fucking stop. Just stop it with the CM Punk jokes. Please. It's already bad enough. We didn't get all in this year. We got all ego. That's already bad enough. Please. And I'm all for, you know, bucks taking digs and stuff, but... You drove the man out of the company and you still want him to throw digs? Come on, man. I mean, dude. And see, I didn't agree with Punk. No. Until I heard that he wanted to sit down with these guys. And the and doesn't change anything. I still disagree with how he went about it. But from the moment they denied to sit down with the guy, I mean, come on. Exactly. You brought it upon yourself in AEW doing what you did after the fact. When he wanted to sit down and talk it out, and you didn't. It's your fault he's gone. It is. Well, it's Tony Khan's fault. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... You could have sit down and squashed squash the bullshit. Squash it, bro. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, if he was willing to sit down, 
the guy that was in the wrong was willing to sit down and talk the shit out. What are we doing? An hour to an hour making punk jabs. Bucks, Matt, Nick, I love you, bro. My favorite tag team of all time. You gotta stop, dude. I mean, it's already fucking bad enough. The guy got fired, and this fucking this uh, fairy tale run is over. Yep. It was supposed to be a fairy tale run. It ended just like that. It's already bad enough that happened. Gotta step away from it, bro, because that just give up. Yeah, I mean they're never mention it again. Seriously, I mean what the fuck? Just stop. We're never gonna get the match. We're never gonna get CMFTR versus the Elite. We're never gonna get Kenny Omega versus Punk. We're never gonna get fucking Hangman versus Punk two. Which everybody wanted to see Kenny versus Punk. I always wanted to see more Hangman and Punk promos, especially after the beef. No, exactly. Everyone wanted fucking Omega and Punk, and that would be a great match. Oh yeah. yeah. But um, the story was with Hangman. That's where the beef started. That's where everything started. And I would like for that to be ran back, man. That's what I would have loved. Definitely, bro. Definitely. So, we're not getting it. Don't continue to tease us with CM Punk jokes, man. I mean, it's... It's just annoying at this point. It is, because it's something we wanted to see. It's something that would have sold them a lot more tickets and all in. And they didn't do it. They didn't do it. Instead, we wanted to go with a, a ego-filled mess that was all in. That everybody tried to say was AEW's best pay-per-view ever. Boy, you were not around in the golden years if you think that was AEW's best pay-per-view ever. Did it have a bunch of big names? Sure. Sure it did. But where was the focused shows? The focused shows. The shows that you've seen play out and, and, and just had so much time to marinate on TV. Or in 2019, 2020, 2021... And the beginning of 2022. After that, I don't know where we went. Exactly, man. So, according to the Wrestling Observer, the idea is that the Bucks are going to take some time off and come back as heels with major impact. It is in the between. It is in the beginning stages, and there's no and there's no no time frame. On when they will pull the trigger on it and they will return. Damn. So, why did we just get the Elite back together? Unless we're going to make the whole group heels. Which I could see them doing and I would like that. That would be nice, but like I don't know if they're going to do it. So, where, where are you going with this, man? I don't get what understand what they're doing with this man. I really don't. I I I don't, dude. I I really don't. Um Yeah, I, I really I really don't know. I I I don't know. I mean, Hangman's kind of going on a dark path again, so you could finally turn him heel. Uh Kenny, you could maybe turn heel eventually and have uh turn on Chris and we could get uh, a couple couple more Chris and Kenny matches. Um the Bucks are better as heels. I'll say that. Yeah. So, uh, they're they're better as heels. Um, it, it's weird, because when they're heels, 
and they get heat, it almost seems like they get appreciated more. Yeah. Well, in their baby faces, it's like people just start to, like, hate them again. Um, uh, and, and they cut out BTE. They're not doing BTE anymore. And I hope when they do come back, it is their vlog show. Ah, and God. not, um... Random bullshit joking segments. Yep. So, I haven't watched it in fucking, like, a year now. Yeah. It's been a really long time since I watched Being the Elite, but, um... <laughs> It's not being the elite anymore. It's like being AEW jobbers. Exactly. And, you know, you have nothing else to fucking do on television. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, but yeah, man. So the Bucks, the Bucks are are going away, and it looks like they're gonna bring them back as heels and and do time. So that's uh, that's gonna be interesting, bro. That's gonna be interesting to see what they do with the whole group. But I really hope everything works out. Uh, in the end, because, I mean, like I said, they literally just turned these guys back babyface. And really, it is really annoying. They're already going to be back heels again. Just randomly. You know, yeah, that's that's the thing that sucks sometimes in AEW, dude, is you get these people, you get these people sometimes, dude, that, you know, they, they figure they have nothing else to do, and they, um, uh, they, they, what was I saying? Um, oh, the, the, you know, they, they run out of things to do, or they think they run out of things to do, and they just automatically turn heel. Yep. You know? Instant. Instant fucking they run out of a storyline. They just turn heel. Which, you know, it's, it's not a bad, it, sometimes it's not a bad thing to run stale mm-hmm. as a babyface, but sometimes you gotta be stale for a minute to, ha- to give the fans a want yeah, for that, they don't want you to turn heel. Yeah, for that heel turn. Um, like look at New Day, mm-hmm. right? New Day have been stale as baby faces since 2018, 2000, maybe a little bit of 2018, a little bit of 2019, but definitely you definitely felt it around 2020, oh, one, yeah. two, and three, right? But in saying the New Day have grown stale. They don't lose any credibility. Mm-hmm. It just leaves a, uh, it just leaves a, an interest from fans to one day see those guys as a heel. Exactly. Um, which I would still love to. I think they, I think that the heel run is what made New Day New Day. So I think that that would be very, very well needed for their characters at this point. Um, once Big E comes back, so. Um, but yeah, man, so, uh, that's the news on the Bucks, and, um, that's the news on the Bucks, bro, but yeah, like I said, man, a lot of times in AEW, the minute there's an ounce of panic, and, oh, shit. What do we do with this person? They just turn him heel. Turn him heel. Turn him babyface. They did the shit with Jack Perry. Yep. You know, Tony Khan clearly didn't have any plans for him, clearly. So, what does he do? Which I think the Jungle Boy Jack Perry character had a lot of yeah. gas left in it. I thought it had a lot of more trial and error to go through with his character. But what do they do? They have him fucking. Um, they have him lose a match against Sonata mm-hmm. and just, just turn fucking him. turn him heel. Just turn him heel. And what do we got after that? We got a symphony song for him, oh. and we got a new gear, and we'll have him grow out a beard and have him not. 
connect nearly as much with any audience as he did before. No, nice that, going. It was way too forced, way too fast, and it just didn't work out. Not at all. Not at all, bro. So, yeah, man. So that's that's the news on the Young Bucks taking a leave from AEW, man, and coming back as heels, bro. So. Next thing, man, Juice Robinson. Sean Sapp noted behind Fightful's paywall that Juice Robinson is out of action with an injury and he is slated to be absent and will require surgery as well. Fightful Select has confirmed Bullet Club Gold member Juice Robinson is slated to be out of action for the immediate future. Robinson was absent from this weekend's AEW Full Gear in Los Angeles, and he's dealing with an injury. Fightful confirmed that Robinson, Robinson sustained a back injury recently, and it will require surgery, and we're not exactly sure when Robinson sustained the injury, but he last completed or he last competed on the November 1st episode of AEW Dynamite where Bullet Club Gold defeated MJF and The Acclaimed. This sucks, dude. This sucks. I also I also hate I also I forgot to mention this, but I also hated on Full Gear how I also hated on Full Gear how they acted like if they had juice then Jay White would have won. Like dude, you had everything Every opportunity and still lost. There's no making that look any better. He had the guns. He hit MJF with a belt. He fucking went to... He had MJ. He had MJF's ring in his possession. He had, um... Everything. He... Oh, oh. Not to mention... Or not to mention, the champ was injured. Yeah, the champ was injured. And the champ's buddy was going to throw in the towel for him if he kept beating his ass too much. And he still lost. If you click that, I bet that's the Nakamura story. It's like, why are they feeding all this right now, though? I know, what the fuck? Yep, Nakamura's now booked or advertised for Survivor Series. I feel like it might be random, though. I was, yeah. I feel like he's just randomly going to come out there and be like, yo, I can see it. Out. I can see it, bro. I can see it. But yeah, man. Yeah, they, they, they tried to act like Juice was the reason that if they would have had Juice, then, then Jay White would have won. But, they again, there, there's no making that look any fucking better, bro. I mean, that that looked bad. If anything, it's even better that he wasn't able to make it to full gear because it made, made, would have made Jay White look even worse. His whole group <laughs> couldn't fucking win the title against an injured champion. Injured. Hit him with a belt. Fucking had the ring in his possession. Um, Whose best friend is obviously secretly rooting against him. <laughs> and you still lost. God. That shit is nuts, bro. So Juice is hurt. Um, Juice is hurt, man. And, and this sucks for Juice, dude. I, I feel so bad for him, man. Especially a back injury. Uh, we all know how bad those are. We haven't seen Thunder Rosa in a year and a half. Um... Hers, I don't know if is completely for injury reasons. I feel like that may have a little a little bit of politicking involved in her not being back yet. Oh, yeah, I think I saw her um, that she was wrestling at some indie show. So, she, I think she could obviously be back in the ring. 
I think it's just backstage politics. The fuck are we doing, man? Um, this sucks for Juice, though. Um, this sucks for Juice, and, and I hope he has a speedy recovery, man, because back injuries are nothing to fuck around with, man. But yeah, I know. Um, I know this has got to suck for him, um, and I wish him the best, man. I really do. Definitely, man. I hope he I hope he gets well soon. Speaking of Juice's boy, Jay White. God. <sighs> Fucking egg. So, according to Wade Keller of PW Torch, this is Jay White's reaction or his feelings about the MJF match. Jay White wasn't thrilled based on what I've been told, how things went with the build and the match with MJF. So he might be motivated to shine in this Continental Classic Tournament. He's still among the top choices for Tony Khan to build around as a top star as his uh, of his company for years to come. Jay White wasn't thrilled. Really? No way. I would be. And see, this, this is exactly my point. I said it on... Saturday for the Full Gear Review, but you have Jay White, and it's not that he lost that makes him that makes him look like shit, because, hey, guess what? It's professional wrestling, and people can lose. Exactly. Right? People can lose, it'll be okay, and, you know, he'll be fine. He will be just fine, but it's the overbooked nature of the match. I guarantee you... Is why he wasn't thrilled with it. And he wasn't thrilled with the build. Oh. Is that because he looked like a fucking pussy during the build? Is that why? I would think so. Because that's what got me upset about Jay White. Jay White looked like a pussy, bro. He didn't look cutthroat at all. That's not the Jay White I know. That's generic American professional wrestling heel Jay White. Exactly. Just doing generic bullshit of taking someone's title and running around with it and running from them every chance you get. It, 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 it was bad. It was sucked. bad. It absolutely fucking sucked, man. It sucked. And when they first and and when they first announced Jay White, I was like, oh, look at this. Look at AEW putting two main eventers against each other. Fantastic. They were on such a good track. <coughs> then you had him take the belt. And just look like an annoying heel. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck are we doing, bro? A whole I mean, lot of bad decisions. I don't know, dude. I don't know. It, it just... It's annoying. It, it really is. It really is, dude. Um, it, I don't know. I don't know. It didn't make Jay White look good at all. And, and it did nothing for anybody other than MJF. Um, yeah, I mean... and And... You know, Jay White isn't buried. You know, it's not nothing like that. Like I said, he lost, and it's fine. But he looks like shit. After they did all that, like Bell says, they did all that sports entertainment shit. Overbooked the fuck out of him, and he still lost. 
That's what makes him look like shit. It's not that he lost. It's the manner in which he lost. Exactly, man. Exactly. So I wouldn't be thrilled either, man. I don't blame Jay White. Yeah, I mean... I hope he does something about it. Definitely, bro. And I could... I could easily see Tony Khan making... Jay White, the first continental champion. Yeah, I could see that shit. Ugh, that is so bad. I could see him, I could see Swerve. Honestly, one of those two. Yeah, I, I could see one of those. I could see either one. Yeah, I could see it being one of those two. But, um, but yeah, man. So that's, that's the news on, that's the news on Jay White and his reaction to the AEW championship match loss all right man i believe that's all the news we have for i believe that's all the news we have for uh aew and moving on to a little bit of wwe news triple h triple h man triple h recently did an interview with sports illustrated and he had a lot of interesting things to say hmm. he talked about his booking process he talked about uh, and and he talked about his fan base, man. We're gonna t we're gonna quote a couple of his his quotes here and uh, and 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 see and, and and let's 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 see why all the homies fuck with Paul Levesque. Exactly. So, according to Sports Ill Triple H via Sports Illustrated, he was asked on his uh, booking perspective and and, and what kind of. Uh, and and kind of the, the presence he likes to maintain uh, while booking a show. He says, Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon taught me years ago, you put yourself in the seats and you'll never go wrong. You've always got to maintain that perspective. I started out as a fan. Book what people want to feel and see. Look at that, man. Look at that. See, that's a great perspective to have when you're Triple H. When you're Vince it's McMahon... It explains everything. It explains everything. Because what did Vince want to see It while well, he was sitting in that ringside seat? He wanted to see two Hogan. big, muscly guys. Exactly. Just fucking... Just having a fucking elbow drop off. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he fucking wanted to see, man. And um, that's why that's why his product was so ass because yeah he put himself in that seat which what you're supposed to do, but he just I, what he liked to watch was trash <laughs> and he put that on television. Man. That that's the perspective that it seems like a lot of people have, and, and it seems like Triple H is the only cool wrestling fan that just so happens to book a wrestling promotion because clearly all Tony Khan wants to see is fucking. Matches. He just wants to see dream matches, banger matches, blah, 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 banger this, banger that. He don't want to see no stories. Which is weird, because the beginning of AEW, that's all they did. Yeah, it's just tell stories and have great matches. And that's because Cody Rhodes yep. was booking what he wanted to see. Exactly. Which, which was good shit. He just wasn't booking himself. good stuff for himself. So apparently he's seen himself like shit. Apparently. Um, but this is a good this is a good perspective to have. And, and Triple H Triple H just knows, bro. Triple H just knows. Is he perfect? No. Does he fuck up a lot? 
Yeah, he does. But he doesn't nearly fuck up as bad as Mr. Tony Khan and what he wants to see. Because what he wants to see has sucked as of recently. He wants to see Jay White look like shit on his television show. That's what Tony Khan wants to see. Exactly, man. Not Paul Levesque. No, exactly. Paul, Paul Levesque, even if he's not a big fan of someone, if the crowd around him is a fan of somebody, he'll still put them up on top. And that's, that's what you got to do, man. Um, and Tony Khan, like you said, he's sitting in that crowd just watching those dream matches. Um, fucking dreaming about the fucking the world's greatest dreamer, whatever the fuck that means. And, uh... <laughs> And yeah, that's what, that's what Tony Khan does, man. But Triple H, it's a great mentality to have for someone of Triple H and, and you know, people like Cody and the Elite who used to do a lot of booking decisions in AEW. But when it comes to people like, like Vince and TK, man, it, 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 it explains a lot is, what, is the simplest way to put it. Like, but remember how peak AEW was with, like, dude, I'll never forget when the Bucks kicked him, kick Hangman out of the Elite, Ugh. and they slammed the door, and the fucking mirror shattered, and Hangman was looking. Like, that was one of the most insane visuals you can ever get. Hangman, they slammed the door in his face, and he's just staring into a broken mirror, because he was a broken fucking man. Damn. What the, f where the fuck did we go wrong? Anyways, um, fucking Paul Levesque, bro. Anyways, back to Paul Levesque. He's got, he's got me giving Tony Khan slack, bro. I swear to God. But the thing about Triple H, dude, and and I truly believe this. If it wasn't for Vince McMahon, Triple H knows the fans felt Cody Rhodes, but he also knew the fans felt Sami Zayn. Exactly. There's not a doubt in my fucking mind. That Triple H was about to have Roman Reigns go in there and defend both of the fucking knights on 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 back to back shows, and one was going to be against Cody, and one was going to be against Sammy. There's also not a doubt in my mind that Roman Reigns probably wouldn't be champion right now if it wasn't for Vince McMahon. Yeah, I don't think he would be. I really don't think he would be because Paul Levesque knows that Cody Rhodes was very hot at the time, you know. Um, I mean, look at fucking Triple H put the Usos and fucking Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens a tag team match in the main event of WrestleMania. He knows what people want to see. If Triple H was tone deaf like Vince McMahon, guess what would have got put in that main event? Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Why? Because her dad complained for her. Exactly. At least there's no more than well. Might get that in AEW soon. Yeah, now that's in AEW. So that's even worse. But, um... Yeah, exactly. This this is why all the homies love him. Because he, he put he himself in that chair, but he thinks about the crowd around him and the other fans in the crowd, other than just himself, man. And I think that's the best mentality you can have. Hmm. I, I could I, I, Sammy's Sammy will win a world chat. With Triple H being in that seat... I can see it. I can definitely see it. That man was fucking... That man was marking out for Sami Zayn's fucking underdog story in, in a, um, uh, NXT. Well, he was marking out for it. Until uh, Sami Zayn went and bummed up the uh, 
the media scrum according to Triple H. That's oh always one God. thing that I'll fucking shit on Triple H for. Yeah, that but made no sense. That made no goddamn why, sense. Uh, why the fuck do you think he's upset? He fucking lost. Are you want to be all happy because he after he lost? What the fuck? He's keeping kayfabe. You, yeah. Yeah. God. But, but I, I'm talking about Sami Zayn's underdog story in NXT. He loved it. That man was a fucking mark for it. Man was a fucking mark for it, man. Um, Triple H is just a mark, bro. Triple H is is he's just a mark. He's one of us. He really is. He's he's uh he's a lover of professional wrestling, bro. And that's that's why all the homies fuck with Paul Levesque, bro. So exactly, man. Um, exactly, Logan. You're sitting there surrounded by all these Chicago fans. What would all these Chicago fans want to see most? They would want to see Chicago Phil. Want to see Chicago Phil. Chicago Phillip show up at fucking Survivor Series, man. I need it. I need it so much. That's what the homies want, bro. That's what we want, man. For homies, you're going to put it on for us. Exactly. Um, exactly. Make me retract that. Come on, come on, Paul. So, so, this is another one. The one I'm about to read to you guys is so crazy. And it's like, a lot of people were saying, like, how crazy it is that, like, you would hear something like this that I'm about to read to you guys two years ago, and it would be out of the mouth of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and fucking everybody would just scoff at it, and, and, and it would be in the piece of news for how fucking pathetic it was. But it's just so crazy how, how, how times have changed, bro. So Triple H also said on Sports Illustrated, we don't take our fan base for granted. And the way our talent operates is different from other generations. They want to go out there and put on the best possible shows that they can. And this is why we fuck with Paul Levesque, bro. Because you would read something like this two years ago, and Vince McMahon would say it, and we would put it in the news because of how fucking ridiculous it was. But nowadays, you have this man. You can actually feel something when he says shit like that. Paul Levesque. This guy, I'm looking at right here on my phone, and... Homies love The homies love Paul Levesque, bro. Exactly, man. Um, no, th- th- I mean, th- this is stuff, I mean, this is stuff that, it's it's so crazy, because you read stuff like this nowadays, and you say, yeah, they do care about their fan base. That's crazy, and they care about us again. Look at that, man. Look at that. Fucking, I mean, fucking Paul Levesque. No, he doesn't give a fuck about anybody but himself. He's fucking booking the show fucking to feed his own ego. He really is, man. And the ego of his friends. But yeah, man. So Triple H is just out here being Triple H, bro. Um, Just being the GOAT, bro. Just being the fucking GOAT, man. Um, And yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's just so nice to see how, how the, the world has changed. Truly, man, it's crazy to see. Cause I tell you what, bro. Before, like I said, dude, about a year ago, you would read something like that and be like, oh, "Fucking okay. Vince, exactly. yeah, sure, you don't take us for granted." Um. So, yeah, man, that is the news on Paul Levesque. Speaking of Paul Levesque, Paul Levesque was responsible for Monday. And according to Fightful Select, Randy Orton and his WWE return was reportedly revealed days in advance so that fans wouldn't have their hopes and expectations up for CM Punk at Survivor Series. 
you could say that. I mean, you but, could. But you could also say they were doing that because they wanted somebody else to get the surprise moment at Survivor Series because he's not really a surprise anymore, Mr. No. Uh, Mr. Orton. So what surprises are they going to give us for Survivor Series? And the thing is, which I don't understand about this mentality that they had, first of all, no one thought coming into Survivor Series that Punk would be put in the Survivor Series match against you know, these whole teams. Yeah, everyone knew the whole time that code that the people that the guy on the babyface team that most likely Cody was gonna get was gonna be Orton. Now it's kind of been speculated for like months now that yeah. it was gonna be Orton, and um and they got this whole thing with Nakamura going on at the same time where he's looking for somebody and he keeps referencing them and this and that when all the fans think that's Punk. So if he didn't reveal Orton on Monday. 70% or at least 80% of the fans would think the surprise in the Survivor Series matches Orton and the surprise for Nakamura would be Punk. And it was kind of the whole consensus going into the show, so I don't really see what was necessary about revealing him. At, if anything, if you want to, if Funk isn't showing up, like guaranteed a Survivor Series and you want people to stop thinking about it, you should have put a pause on the Nakamura storyline yep. or just announce some random match for him. Yep. Because. Come on, man. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, ass people. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious, bro. That is hilarious. So, exactly. You should not have Nakamura talking about it's almost time. Almost time for what? What's that going to make people think? It's almost clobbering time? Literally. People... What? People aren't thinking Orton's the fucking the surprise. People were always thinking, oh yeah, CM Punk's a surprise for Nakamura. Orton was a surprise for the Survivor Series match. Come on. Like, what the fuck? I mean, what, what do you... Th oh, it's almost time. What What do you think that's going to make people think? Honestly. God. So... Um, yeah, anyways... So, yeah, that's the news on Randy Orton, man. And uh, speaking of Chicago Phil, we got a bunch of Chicago Phil stories. Sean Ross Sapp was recently talking about a possible CM Punk return to the WWE. And he said, The biggest obstacle that prevented CM Punk from returning to WWE was Vince McMahon. Now Vince is no longer there and does not participate directly as before. CM Punk made a lot of peace during his visit to Raw in Chicago, and even spoke a lot with Triple H. Come on, guys. Come on. I wouldn't be surprised if his return happens with a last call hour. Come on, bro. Come on, dog. That's the stuff I'm talking about, bro. That's the stuff I'm talking about, dude. I fucking had a feeling when he went to Monday Night Raw... That that man, we knew he wanted out of his AEW deal. Oh, yeah. He was testing the waters to see if WWE would even be remotely close to wanting him to come back. And Triple H, being that everything that's happened between those two, Triple H could have walked right past him. He could have said, get the fuck out of here. But what did Paul Levesque do? He stopped, shook his hand, and talked to him. 
Because he knows what's best for business. He knows to squash beef if there's beef and do what's best for the company that you're in charge of. He said, as soon as he's seen Punk, this is how I get the fans to fuck with me. Exactly. That's what he said to himself, bro. That is exactly what Paul Levesque said. He said, this is how the, this is how I'm going to get the fans to fuck with Paul Levesque. It's about to fucking work, man. It's about to go nuts. Um, because we all know, like you said, we all know that's why Punk went to that fucking Raw. Yes. To fucking talk to everybody and apologize to The Miz for telling him to suck a blood money covered dick. Which is a crazy thing you gotta apologize for. That is, you know, you know, apologizing to Triple H is awesome and it's crazy in, in itself. But that gotta be the craziest apology ever. How do you apologize for that? Just... You know, man, I'm sorry for on Twitter telling you to suck a blood money covered dick. You'd fucking dork. My bad, man. You're not a dork. Come on, man. Put her there. I need to apologize for that. <laughs> hey, bro. Remember on Twitter when I in the middle was like, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Don't even gotta say it. I remember. You're good. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm really sorry about that, bro. I. I don't know what came over me that day. I, <laughs> yeah, I just mad. I don't, I don't know, man. Going to Saudi, you were going there. Like, it's a lot of blood money. I'll be going there soon now. <sighs> Dude, that's going to be the funniest fucking parallel. Oh, it's going to be the worst thing. Because, dog, I love, I'm down for the idea of Punk coming back, bro. But for who Punk is, for the love of God, he better, even if he is down mentally to go to one of those shows, you can't, man. That you, you rep, if he if he goes to a Saudi show, reputation gone for Phil. Reputation, Phil. I, I I could see him because CM Punk is a Phil Brooks is the kind of guy to stand on his morals. So if it's really something that is means something politically to him, I feel like he won't. I mean, WWE is a different situation because it's kind of just going back to an old job, you know. Exactly. I mean, times are different. That I mean, WWE is way different way. from when he was there. Exactly. So I could see it, but either way, it's like it happens all the time in wrestling. So that I could never really see. No. That I could. That that I that I could that I could always see. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, it happens all the time. Brett came back, and that man fucking squared up and fucking punched Vince in the face. Hated the company. Uh, there's so many people that come back, but the the Saudi thing. I could. I mean, I could very well see him going. Um, I could very well see him going. It seems like Saudi. We uh, probably will pay out the ass for that man. Yeah. I'm um, sure they will. So. I could see it, but I mean, if, if it's really something that means a lot to him, he won't do it. Yeah. But if it's something that he just said in the moment to fucking hand Miz his own ass, then he'll do it. Yeah, and he'll look like an ass man. But either way, I'm excited for this man, and it's he went to that raw to a put to make amends with everybody and see if he could come back. And look at that, he's coming back. He might not come back tonight, or tomorrow night, even I fucking hope it will, he does. And I think it'd be the better spot for him to come back. Yeah. If you ask me, um, he is a money mark, Bell. That is true, man. The man loves his money. And he, exactly. He'd only come back for a boatload of money. And right. Who's got the biggest, who's got a yacht full of money? Fucking Saudi, man. Yep. So, you never know, man. You never know. But I think he definitely went to that Raw to, to test the water, see if he could come back. 
And look at that, man. He's coming back. And it's about to go crazy. And I hope it's tomorrow night. I hope so, too, bro. I really do. I hope so, too. Um. So, so where's the rumble again? Tampa. Yeah, fuck Tampa. <laughs> fuck, fuck Florida, man. We do it here, man. Do it here. Seriously. I agree. I agree. Probably there's probably a little bias in that, but oh, fuck yeah. I'll, I'll take it on shit. the chin. I'll go for it. I want to see that shit live. Exactly. <laughs> so some more news on Chicago, Phil. Um some more news on Chicago, Phil. Um this dropped as of today, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter. From the start, we were told that while there is negativity about CM Punk in WWE, they are not completely opposed to him returning if the idea is something that they have to do in regard to fan response. Look at that. Paul fucking Levesque. Goat. Also, another piece of news that dropped today regarding Chicago Phil. We've seen no evidence that CM Punk is returning to WWE this weekend. Um, we've seen no evidence that CM Punk returning this weekend is happening. And those close to the situation have denied it. But it is possible. It is a well-kept secret. And those, those that are really close to the situation don't even talk to the dirt sheets. Not exactly. And the ones that do said bullshit in the free... What, what, what was Punk's camp saying last year around Brawl Out situation? They're changing their story every week. They were making some crazy shit up, man. Those people are not afraid to lie. You think they're not going to be afraid to lie to, again to, for his return to the WWE? You don't think he's going to lie about that? Which is so funny, too, because Punk the whole time was like, you know, going at the elite for, um, he was going at the elite for making, uh, Making up stories in the news about him. Yeah. So, so how does he get his payback? He just makes up a bunch of shit about them. They <laughs> kicked the door in. My dog's tooth fell out. I mean, that shit was nuts. They were making shit. They fucking they intimidated Ace Steel's wife. And that's why he got up and bit Kenny Omega in the arm. How about they were trying to fight his wife? <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> are you talking him. about, bro? He's making some crazy stuff about they fucking kicked the door down. <laughs> What? No, they didn't. That's not their arena. Yeah, they gotta they pay for that shit. I and they'll don't. probably never be invited back. Exactly. You, you, you kick our fucking door down over some fight. Like, just make, Punk's camp is no secret to making shit up for a secret. And uh, he's coming back, man. It might not be tomorrow night. You know, I think it should be. But he is coming back. Definitely, bro. Definitely. And uh, the last piece of, uh, this isn't really punk news, but it's pretty much punk news. So according to Fightful Select, no superstar knows who Shinsuke Nakamura is talking about. Only a minimal number of WWE directors know. And this is such a big story. If they knew that it was somebody... If they knew that it was somebody minimal, like a, mm, let's say he was talking about L.A. Knight, yeah. for example. Don't you think one of the dirt sheets would have just been like, oh yeah, it's L.A. Knight. Why are you keeping it such a secret? Because it's fucking CM Punk. It's gotta be CM Punk, bro. He literally said you have so much, what did he say the other week? You, you're, you have so much privilege. 
Who has so much privilege to say that all that he said and still get to come back to WWE? Don't you think that's a little bit of privilege? Oh, fuck yeah, man. That man was talking crazy. And he still talked crazy all the whole time he was gone. And he's coming back. Exactly, Logan. Like, why would you do all this fucking teasing? And it's like fucking Cody Rhodes or something. Exactly. Like The only time you do this is when someone's returning or debuting. Yeah, it's like when Cody came back to WWE and Seth was searching for a WrestleMania opponent. Like, he can't just find anybody in the locker room to do it. No, they're going to save it because it's somebody special. It's going to be Cody fucking Rhodes. Exactly. Come on, man. Come on. It's CM Punk. It's CM Punk, and they're putting him against Nakamura to try to lure Okada. <laughs> you yeah, could go face Punk too, man, even though you had the opportunity in the other company. But we won't talk about that. You get the opportunity to do it here, man. You know who could also face? Roman Reigns. Eh? You'll have to lose, but you could face him. You could face Seth. You might win that one. That one will let you in. <laughs> Fucking try to lure in Okada. What the fuck? Yeah, look how we're booking your buddy like shit. <laughs> Never mind the last fucking five years. Look at right now, man. Exactly, exactly. Look at right forget now. about it. Forget about Jerry Mahal making fucking <sighs> racist Japanese oh, jokes to the guy. Forget God. about all that. What did he say? Fucking, how do I rook Shinsuke? What the? Yeah, that Really nice. You're going to lure Okada in with that one. 20, nice. 20 pounds of secretly going to send the footage of you to Okada anonymously. Oh my god. <laughs> this is fucking sent by some burner at fuck Tony Khan. <laughs> the fuck, man? Dude, it's fucking CM Punk, bro. Exactly. You know, they're not fucking, they're not getting any free aid, Chicago Phil. They're not getting anybody else right now who's coming in. Who's he calling out? Braun Breaker? Exactly. No one, no one's coming in. All, all the guys either have don't have their contracts up yet, or they already resigned with AEW or signed with AEW before their contract was up. So. And, and Tony Khan cheated to get them. Exactly. So it ain't gonna be Will. It ain't gonna be MJF. It, it's it's gonna be CM Punk, man. It's gonna be Punk, bro. And it has to be tomorrow because we're gonna do just keep doing these little teases for another two months. Yeah. And and what. What is Nakamura's mystery guy gonna come out and face him in the Rumble? And, and, it doesn't make sense. And if it is at the Rumble and it is revealed to be CM Punk, why wouldn't CM Punk go to do it in his hometown? Why would he fly all the way to Tampa to go confront this guy? It doesn't make. It has to be tomorrow for it to make sense, dude. It has to be. Yeah, like is Nakamura gonna fucking call his buddy out mid? middle of the rumble match grab the mic like Wyatt did in 2015 and start calling motherfuckers out was he gonna fucking grab the mic and be like hey I I know you're a mystery entrant what the fuck what the fuck is what? it doesn't make sense no exactly CM Punk gonna come out and fucking throw him right over the top rope and then what are we gonna get that at mania no thank oh, you god no please do all the god no no fucking thank you Golly. I love Chicago. Yeah, hey, welcome to Chicago. <laughs> Fucking police flying by. Nice. I love it. Again, home sweet home. <laughs> um, It's CM Punk, bro. I'm not taking anything else for a fucking answer. It's definitely CM Punk. No, it's, it's definitely. And it, and it only makes sense to do it tomorrow. If you do it at the Rumble, it's going to be stupid. It's going to be awesome. 
it'll, it's gonna yeah. be stupid as fuck. Yeah, in terms of, it'll be stupid in terms of bringing, bring, and it'll be, it'll be stupid in terms of that's the reveal for who Nakamura's talking about. Fucking, you waited all this time for it to be CM Punk when you were in his hometown and he didn't show up. And I kept seeing everybody say, well, Nakamura's not advertised. Okay, let's go back to TakeOver. Mind you, who ran TakeOvers? My point. Let's go back to TakeOver. San Antonio. Was Seth Rollins announced for that? No. He fucking interrupted the show. He hijacked the show. And fucking call out fucking Paul Levesque. Paul Levesque. I know you're back there. I know you run the fucking show. Remember that? Yeah. That's how he called him out for the Mania match. He showed up at TakeOver. Yeah. Do you, which was fucking genius, oh, by the way. So awesome. The show's called TakeOver, right? Uh, <sighs> beautiful moment, man. Fucking oh, Paul Levesque. Dude, the way he came walking it. <laughs> Bro, <I was> pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so hey man, you mess with uh you mess with um you mess with Paul Levesque's developmental homies, bro. <laughs> he's, he's, gonna he's, get not, mad. he's not gonna take kindly to you. I'll I'll tell you that. But um but yeah, dude, I mean Was Seth Rollins advertised for San Takeover San Antonio? No. no. He hijacked the show. He took over Takeover. You don't think Nakamura's gonna do the same thing at some point tomorrow night? Or he's just gonna come out and say, "I'm tired of fucking waiting. I'm in, I'm in your city. I'm tired of your fucking ice cream bars. <laughs> like, Why don't you bring a steel out? It oh just no. calls out a steel. Oh my god! Just here, you, you, um, ruin fucking they had that dude had come out in the big dog costume. <laughs> I'm fucking wrong. They're just gonna do the same thing. Oh my god, it's a steel. There he is, he's oh, rabid. He's gotta bite someone. He'll fucking bite somebody. Everyone hide your arms. Oh man. Nakamura just comes out there, you know what you know one of those things they train police dogs with that big cushion around their arms? Oh arm? my god. <laughs> Come out here. So So Alright man. So the next piece of news. <laughs> The next piece of news, bro, fucking A-Steel. Just coming out as a dog. <laughs> so, the next piece of news... <laughs> the next piece of news, bro, from Fightful Select. WWE planned to include Odyssey Jones in the group... Of Bobby Lashley and the Shree Profits. First of all, why do they not have a fucking name yet? Please just give them a fucking faction name. Street Business, Hurt Business 2.0. Hurt Business, I don't fucking know. So he was supposed to join the group of Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, but it seems that his plan or that this plan has been canceled. Shocker. No, no way, man. We haven't he was drafted. And we never saw him. Shocker, man. It's, it was canceled. What? Why'd you draft him in the first place, Don? <laughs> what the fuck did you call him up for? Like, honestly, like, what did you call this guy up for, dude? I mean, he's fucking... He's doing nothing. And, dude, like... Odyssey in a suit with Bobby and the Street Profits? I think that'd be good. Look pretty fucking sick, if you ask me. But... No, we're not going to do that. We're going to uh, g cancel the plan for whatever fucking reason. Um, it makes no sense, dude. It makes no sense. And I don't like this, man. I hate I hate hearing about good plans being canceled. 
And it really sucks, dude, because the guy is doing nothing. Look, he's at home. He's not even on NXT. Put this guy on television, bro. What are we doing, dude? Why why, why draft him? Why? Why didn't you draft I, I can't. I want to know that, that answer so much. Why did you draft him? No idea, bro. No fucking idea. So, with that, with that man, for the final piece of news before we get on to the predictions, uh, the Survivor Series War Games predictions, WWE has told top talent CM Punk is not coming in. No. It's not like half of those top talent are probably rats to the dirt sheets. <laughs> like, no shit, I wouldn't be telling anybody. I'm telling, the only people that will know anything about this are CM Punk, Triple H, Nick Khan, probably Vince and Ari. And Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, maybe just Nakamura. I could see that. I, mean, I, mean, I, even t I would think they would tell Nakamura. It'd be like, you know, this is the guy you kind of got to prepare to wrestle with. Right. So anticipate that. But, oh, I don't see him telling anybody, man. Yeah, exactly. Why would they? It's fucking Chicago Field. You can't risk this getting out. Exactly. Not like AEW. Just feeding them fucking signing to the dirt sheets. Just, oh, yeah, bro. We, we, we got Will. Don't worry. We got Will. Like, bro. So... Exactly. exactly, exactly. Literally, you hear about all the time, like, uh, people coming in, and you'll see, uh, like, on their WWE 24, the talent will just see them walk past and be like, oh my god, you're here! They're not going to tell you. No, they're not going to tell every little person. At, at, at Mania last year, people just saw Cody Rhodes walk fucking past them in a hoodie. Yep. And they were like, oh shit, it's Cody Rhodes. Cody in the hoodie. Cody in the hoodie. <laughs> Like, come on, bro. It's how they. It's how it operates. Yep. It's how you. It's how you do that type of thing. Like when Sting came back, Survivor Series 2014, um, nine years ago, dude. Fucking, literally, you hear stories all the time. Like, oh, I was just walking backstage and I just see fucking Sting, full get up, fucking trench coat, bat, <laughs> face paint, just walk past me and head to Gorilla. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, um, they're not gonna let people know. Until right fucking before CM Punk comes out. So, it's going to be a movie if he does come out. And I'm here for it. So, for the final piece of today's news before we get to the Survivor Series War Games predictions. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. The original idea for the LWO split was for Wild and Del Toro to stay with Santos Escobar and feud with Rey Mysterio... Carlito, and a third person, probably Dragon Lee, like I said. Yep. But since then, the Garzas are now the ones who are scheduled at this point to replace Wild and Del Toro on Escobar's side. Oh. Um, That's lame. I don't like that at all. I think that's kind of cheeks. No cap. I'm actually on the opposite side here. Mm. I'm on the opposite side here. Only because Vince McMahon fucked Angel Garza up so bad. That man had a boatload of potential. And this team, Los Lotharios, from what we remember, was a jobber tag team that sucked. 
but apparently now in NXT, they're pretty fucking cool again. So I'm willing to see what happens. And to be honest, bro, with the treatment of Wild and Del Toro thus far, yeah, that version of Legato, I don't know WWE ever had hopes for. Uh, probably not, to be honest. But I know, pro- but I know Triple H is a huge mark for fucking Angel Garza. So this could work. I could see it working, man. It could, man. I just wish they never fucked up that original. Me faction, neither, man. I really wish they didn't. I wish they would have gave us exactly what we got in NXT mm-hmm. on the main roster. Everybody included, man. You know, fucking replace Electra Lopez with Zelina Vega. Come on, man. It just didn't do it for me. It didn't. You can't go around saying, you know, we're Familia. And mm-hmm. then they just Stitcher. fucking replace her. Like, what the fuck? Apparently I was not family. I was never a fan of that. I was never a fan of Zelina going away. Um, but... If we're looking at a new legato, then I guess this is the way to go because WWE has clearly showed you that they don't give a fuck no, about really Garza or um uh, jo- Joaquin Wild and uh, Cruz del Toro. Um, <laughs> fucking sounds like a fucking uh, Monster Jam truck. Cruz del Toro. Um, yeah, I. They, I mean, yeah, they've done nothing to, to show you that they give a flying fuck about either of those guys. So I'm actually down for it, and, and, and maybe it could be something something really good. But it they, doesn't change the fact that they, they did ruin the original Legato. They did, man. They did. And that's what I would have preferred to see. But I don't think this would be bad, necessarily. Yeah. So, on to, speaking of Santos... <laughs> Speaking of Santos Escobar, <laughs> um, <laughs> onto the Survivor Series predictions, bro. So yeah, that's all the news. That's all the news we got for today, man. That's all the news we got for today, bro. So we'll see. We'll see what's going on for Survivor Series, bro. But as for the first match, we have Carlito versus Santos Escobar. Um. This is an easy Santos dub. I could actually see this being the spot where they debut, um, where they debut, um, Garza, Garza and, um, Humberto with him. I could see it. I could see them coming out to help Santos. <laughs> and, um, they could, you know, all together beat up Carlito and maybe they do something Ooh. where Garza and, um, Car- the other guy, Carrillo. Carrillo. I thought I was gonna fuck it up saying Carrillo. Um, they might be holding back Ray and you know the other guys while they, while Santos doesn't you know injures Carlito or something. I could see something like that. Another thing I forgot to mention. Oh, I did. Uh, Russell, according to Russell vote, speaking now that we're talking about tag teams, before we finish these predictions, the Survivor Series official event program features two notable names. One being Gallus, as no other NXT group or superstars included. The other noteworthy team included included in the program is Akam and Razar of the of the Authors of Pain. Maybe they're with Santos. Mm. I mean, maybe the, yeah, maybe in suits they yeah, wouldn't I look could, so I could bad. I see them in suits. I think but then where does Paul Ellering fit? I think if they bring him back. They were kind of weird about that in the first place anyway. Yeah. So, 
which is stupid, but it's how it is. But, you know, maybe that could work. But, um, the Gallus one is, scares me a little for the Imperium stuff. You think they'll replace the rest of Imperium if they really want to go through with this Imperium breakup shit? Oh, I didn't even... That scares me. Imagine Gunther with Gunther Gallus. Gunther Gallus? That scares me, dog. I'm not gonna lie. That shit... For, I don't like the sound of that. If they, you know, have a chance of fucking up Imperium. Uh, that's true, bro. That is true. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. That's... That's, uh, oh, I didn't even think about that. That's, that's a very scary, that's a very scary thought. That really is. Uh, oh, God. I hate this Imperium breakup shit. And don't get me wrong, I love Gallus. I think they're a great group, but I think on the, maybe they come out and attack Imperium. That would be nice. And then maybe that could be. The Miz joins them. <laughs> the Miz is going to have DIY come out and help him. Oh, God. Maybe that could be the glue that Imperium needs to get back on the same page because Hopefully. I do not want to see that group break up. Hopefully, man. I really hope so. Because I would not want to see them break up. But for this match, going back to this match, no matter what, I think it's going to be a Santos win, man. Definitely. It's absolutely going to be a Santos win. <laughs> um... <laughs> And the next match, Rhea Ripley defends the Women's World Championship against Zoe Stark. Man, I think Zoe Stark is gonna <laughs> take it from her. I man. wonder who's gonna win this one, bro. Holy oh, it's fuck. A, it's a head scratcher, man. Yeah, it really is. It really is a head scratcher. Um Come on guys. This is obviously <laughs> Obvious, unanimous Rhea Ripley victory. No, it is going to be Zoe Stark winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I, it is pretty I, cool. Never really thought I would get to see Carly alive in Santos. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man. So, uh, uh, this is obvious. Rhea win. De definitely, man. Obviously. All right, man. Gunther. Gunther versus The Miz. Miz I.Y. <laughs> you know, this was the show I originally had Gunther dropping the title at because of his, um, you know, because he uh, needs to drop it before the Royal Rumble so he can win the Royal Rumble. But... I just don't see him dropping it to the Miz. I could maybe no. see him dropping it on like the Christmas episode of SmackDown or Raw or something, maybe an episode like that. But I just, I don't see, I, I don't, I just don't see, I just don't see Gunther. Maybe he loses it at the Royal Rumble and then you know gets it's in the Royal Rumble match. Maybe I could see, I could see that man. Because he's got to punch his ticket to Mania at Rumble because he can't do it at Chamber because he's not going to be there. So it's got to be a Rumble. So yeah, I could see him losing it at Rumble and then. He is in the Rumble match later that night. Right. Um, but yeah, it's obvious Gunther win as well. And who knows, maybe we will see Gallus coming and attack Imperium or um, or AOP coming and attack Imperium or something like that. So, um, yeah, but I'm going to go Gunther. Definitely, man. Definitely. I think it's an easy, easy Gunther win, man. And I can't. I'm intrigued to see how all this stuff goes, man. Definitely, bro. Definitely. And for the next match, we got the Women's War Games match. We have Shotzi. 
God, she is such an odd man out on that team, bro. She's so bad, dude. I'm sorry. Oh, she's atrocious. Shotzi Blackheart. Well, actually, now Shotzi. Just okay. Shotzi. Versus Becky Lynch. Versus Charlotte Flair. Versus Bianca Belair. Or wait, no, what the fuck am I talking about? Shotzi versus... No, Shotzi, Becky, Charlotte, and Bianca versus... I don't know why I put a versus in between every one of those. Um, versus the new and improved damage control. EO Sky, Asuka, Kyrie, and Bailey. I'm gonna get I'm gonna go damage control here, bro, but I I think they're gonna turn on Bailey in here. I think win or loss, which I probably win because they're a very strong team and if you can't beat the fucking these four annoying fuckers, then I don't know what you can, you can do. But um I think damage control got it. Like you said, I think no matter what, they're gonna turn on Bailey, man, and they're gonna kick her out. I don't know if they're gonna kick Dakota out the group. They I could see Dakota being their mouthpiece. I could see exactly. I could see them keeping Dakota, but no matter what, I think Bailey. I think that's when Bailey's gonna get kicked out of the group, man. It's gonna be a crazy, awesome moment, man. Did you know that? Um, I think it was Io, Io, Asuka, and Kyrie were in the faction in Japan. Oh, look at that, man. They were in a faction in stardom, but instead of, I guess, what would be Dakota after they kicked Bailey out, it was uh, Eo's sister, Mio Sky. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That's so, cool as hell. That's how you know Triple H is a fucking mark. Oh, yeah. I forgot them. Living Color released yeah. a remastered fucking version of Cult yeah. of Personality. Hmm. Come on, dog. Hmm. Come on. Who else remastered a theme song lately? Randy Orton. Which I still haven't heard that remastered version of Voices. I like the regular version better. Ah, uh, goddamn. It's not bad, but it's just kind of... We'll listen to it in yeah. the car. I'm, I'm intrigued, I'm intrigued. But I, it's obviously going to be the... They're going to turn on Bailey and they're going to kick Bally. her out. And they're going to turn on Bailey. And I can't wait, man. It's going to be an awesome moment. Seeing her get kicked out of the group she helped create. And babyface Bailey, man. Or Bailey. Um, I I can't wait to see again, man. I really can't. And that heel group of those th of those four sounds good to me. I wonder if they're gonna keep the damage control name or gonna they're re gonna rename themselves. I could see it. I could see it. Um, but yeah, I'm obviously gonna go with this. Uh, this is easily the greatest women's war games team ever. Um, the damage control team. Oh yeah, that shit just bangs. Um, heat ass team, man. It really is. Yeah, it really is, bro. Before Kyrie came back, I had no fucking idea what they were gonna do. What fuck do they need? <laughs> um. So, with the well, now with the last match. Oh yeah, we'll we'll talk about him we'll afterwards. The men's war games match: The Judgment Day, Andrew McIntyre, uh, J.D. McDonough, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio. You know, all of Judgment Day, and then Drew McIntyre versus the babyface team of Sami Zayn, World Heavyweight Champ Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, Cody Rhodes, and main event Jay Uso. Hey. Well, I you gotta give it to Trips, bro. He did turn out a pretty good show. He with, did. Without having the tribal chief there. He did, man. Would I love to see him? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm a tad bit disappointed deep down that he's not there. Definitely, but it's a good, it looks like a great show nonetheless, man. I'm, I can't wait to see it. 
Definitely, bro. Definitely. So, the men's war games match. The men's war games match. Um, dude, did you see the look on Jay's face when they announced Randy Orton? I, for oh, yeah. I forgot to mention this after... Uh, uh, literally right after we got off live, I realized I forgot to mention that. But, dude... That man is worried. Jay had this look on his face when I'm watching Raw, and I'm sitting there like, damn, why does Jay look so pissed? And then I thought to myself, I said, oh, shit. The last time we seen Randy, the bloodline took him out. Yep. I think Randy's going to turn oh, in this match. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> I think Randy's going to turn on Cody and Jay. He might RKO all of them. But it's 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 a toss-up because I also see this being the final straw for Judgment Day. Hmm. Maybe they maybe they do basically the same thing twice tonight where they have the the winning team still turn on each other. I was yeah, I was going to say maybe the the baby faces win and then they, you know, celebrate Judgment Day, gets their breakup started. Or maybe Orton doesn't turn. Maybe he just waits a little. I could see them wait until maybe the Rumble for him to turn yep. and just screw over Cody. Um, maybe something like that, but I don't know. Or maybe he tries to, but who knows, man. Um, Randy might not turn tomorrow night. He might not, and they might save it for a little bit, which it is going to be intriguing. I'm curious to see how they're going to do all this now that Riddle's gone. Um, and it's intriguing, but no matter what, win or loss, I think this is definitely the start of the end for the Judgment Day, man. I really think it is. Definitely, bro, definitely. Yeah, this is definitely the start of the end for the Judgment Day. And, yeah, with, with I, I, I could see them waiting just a little bit on Randy, but I could, you know, Randy RKO's people, but he's still like a baby face. I could, you know, you know, I could see him doing something like that to Jay, where he kind of just does it as like a fuck you. Exactly. You know? Like, just kind of just, you you hit me, I hit you back. Right. No, no, nothing will ever be as goaded as when he fucking RKO'd Riddle. He turned on Riddle, and, and Riddle told him that, you know, he understands that he was just trying to teach him how to do an RKO the correct way. <laughs> goaded more. Go, I mean, I missed that. I wish he could have came back with Riddle, man. Me too, bro. Me too. That that sucks, dude. That really sucks. But um, I could see them waiting on Randy uh, after Cody wins the title. I see that, yeah. Um, coming out to celebrate him on Raw. Yeah. Like give him his props, and he just hits him with that RKO, man. It's yep. like goaded. It really is. Cody's it really is. All sad and, and defeated. But <laughs> I thought you were my friend. <laughs> the fuck. But otherwise, uh, I'm definitely going to go ahead and say the babyface team for this one. I think so. I think it'll be the babyfaces, man, and I think this is the end of the Judgment Day. Judgment Day. <laughs> definitely, bro. Definitely, man. So, yeah. Do you think we're going to see Nakamura on the show? I think we will, man. I don't know if it's the last thing we'll see. If it's CM Punk to me, kind of got to put it on last. Um, it could be in the middle. You never know. Or at the start. You know, the first dance started with CM Punk. I want to start Survivor Series off with CM Punk. Start us off with that high instantly, and we could just ride the show on that high that whole time. I would like that. I would Either do. or, I'm down for it to start or end the show. But um, I think we will do it. I think at some point Nakamura is going to come out there, and he's going to call call who he's been calling out, man. He's in his city. I think he'll make some reference to that, and I think that's when we're going to get 
Chicago Phil man. Um, and I, I hope we do. I really hope we do. I think it makes the most sense, just in general, to do it now. And I hope we get it now. Um, cause, um, fuck Tampa. Um, this is Chicago. This is Punk's territory. And I think it makes all the sense to return here, man. And I think it'd be perfect, man. I really think it'll be perfect. But, um, I, I think we'll see him, man. I'm gonna give up my hopes, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that we're gonna see him, man. If we don't, will I be disappointed? Yes. Will I be angry at the show or whatever, want a refund? No. None of that, man. I just, I do hope he shows up, man. I really do. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I'm in the same boat. Um, you know, if he's there... Then we're gonna fucking we're gonna be there for oh, it, fuck yeah. and we're gonna live that shit. Um, but if he's not there, then it's okay, and I'm sure they're still gonna put uh, put out a pretty good show. Um, I, I'm sure they're gonna put out a pretty good show, and, and and it's gonna be a banger with or without Punk. You know, we we wanted to buy Survivor Series tickets anyway before yeah. CM Punk was even announced. So when he was employed by WWE, AEW. Yep. So you know, I mean, it's um, it's wasn't that long ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly, bro. Fuck Tampa. Seriously, bro. Seriously. Everyone that lives there. Yeah. <laughs> God. Good thing we don't have friends that live there. Like your little Detroit comment a couple years ago. Or Michigan. <laughs> Michigan, man. Damn it. So, yeah, I mean, Punk, Punk could be there. Punk could not be there. But either way... Either way, man, it's gonna be, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit as fuck. We're gonna be there with our boy Logan, and it's, it's gonna be a fun ass time, bro. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be upset if Punk's not there. I know we're getting him either way back in WWE, exactly. you know, and and that's what I want. That's what I want. I think WWE is the place for him nowadays. As crazy as it may seem, I think it's a place for him. But yeah, man. So yeah, I think uh, you know. I think uh, you know if he if he's not there, then he's not there. But if he is, then let's fucking go. Exactly, man. But regardless, if we see a ink an inkling of Nakamura, just know it's go time. It's go time, man. I'm gonna be going crazy. Yes, it's gonna be fucking nuts, bro. It's gonna be nuts. Get ready. I'll tell you, bro, me and Sir K were jumping up and down at the first dance, bro. So, Logan, get ready. Doing it all over again, man. I'm going to be going nuts. Let's fucking go. And we got a bunch of, we got a bunch of friends going to Survivor Series, bro. Exactly. I'm going to see a bunch of people there. So, it's going to be dope, man. I cannot wait, bro. Definitely. I can't wait. Yeah, man, but that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it for the Survivor Series predictions and the news. So, with that, ladies and gentlemen... It's showtime. Let's fucking go. We will see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, man, with the Survivor Series post-show review. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast. This has been episode 189 of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys so very much for joining us a little bit earlier today. Um, you know, a little bit of an earlier episode. So thank you guys so much for joining us for this, man. And with that, with that, ladies and gentlemen, it has been always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And I trip. I was going to say Triple H, no care. I was going to say Triple H, and I said, okay, God. I was reading Bill's comment, and I just was going to say, I'm not Triple H, if I wish I was. God damn it. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with me? And I, Sir K, not Triple H.
<laughs> and that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. Once again, this has been episode 189. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys. We love you guys. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see Logan in a few short minutes. But we will see you guys tomorrow after Survivor Series for the Survivor Series 2023 official show review. Peace.